Let's go talk to the king of basketball in the state of Michigan. Probably the royalty would be Magic Johnson, King George Blaha, the first. He is standing by in the Meyer guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Welcome back, my friend. Huge, how you doing today? Doing good. How you feeling? I feel great. Thanks for asking. I appreciate that. Uh, that when they did that zipper thing with me and fixed my heart up last spring, uh, they did me a world of good. Uh, how's the golf swing doing? Well, they didn't want me to do much last summer, so uh, but this summer I'm going to be back at it and shortly. All right. That's a warning to anybody on any northern Michigan golf course. Watch out for King George Blaha. Uh, we'll get to Michigan State's spring game and your thoughts on Mel Tucker and what the Spartans are going to do this fall in football. But uh, the Dwayne Casey story, the Pistons, uh, where are they going? What's the plan? Uh, I, I, you look at the young talent. You see Ivy. I know Cunningham was out all year. That probably cost him 10, 15 wins, maybe 10, 12 wins. Uh, Durant yeah. emerged. Uh, I mean, they, they have all the pieces in place. Now the question is a veteran or two to stabilize it and a coach who can maximize it. I think that's well put. And, you know, whoever they hire, uh, the guy in, in his own way uh, is following a guy who was good enough to win 60 games in Toronto. So it's not like Dwayne Casey forgot how to coach. But when when you're in the middle of a team that uh, is, is hoping for a, a good lottery selection, it's hard to win games. And a lot of guys were sidelined who were veteran guys. And then, as you said, the Cade Cunningham loss uh, was was worth ten or twelve uh, in the in the win column. Shoot, those guys might have been five hundred with uh, everybody played and Cade Cunningham played. But the bottom line is, uh, Dwayne took his medicine, didn't say anything, and uh, he'll have another year in Detroit uh, with a nice salary, and then who knows? But I uh, I got no clue who's going to be the new coach, but I think. They probably need to take take a lot of time and make a very intelligent decision because you're right. There are enough pieces there that uh, this this team could turn around almost immediately. So what type of coach is it? Because we watched a change when, you know, Carlisle wasn't good enough to get him to the championship level. They turned to Larry Brown and they went out and got another ring. You mentioned Casey, whose track record at Toronto was solid, and politics pushed him out the door. He couldn't get it done. What what, what type of coach do you think is necessary for this group of Pistons? Well, let me back up and say this. I think the the, uh, the Pistons front office was so enamored with Larry Brown that they made a change from Rick Carlisle. They didn't have to. Now, Larry had a heck of a coach. You had to be around him to realize how brilliant he was, but you saw the results on the court. But Rick Carlisle is still one of the best coaches in the NBA. Get somebody of that of that stature, and uh, you'd find a way to win. And maybe it would be important to get somebody who could attract a free agent or two. You don't need much, but you probably need uh, one more solid veteran player. Don't forget, Boyan Bogdanovich uh, shut down on about the first of March, and he was—he's one of the few guys in this team who's not going to get any better down the road. But he was already good enough. But they—they they need a couple other guys who are already good enough, like Bogey. 
And that new coach, I, I think they need somebody with head coaching experience. It would be very delicate to bring in an assistant to try and work with the young team. That's just my viewpoint from a distance. Your thoughts, George? I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, I think uh, unless you have there's an assistant coach somewhere that uh, everybody is sold on and, and you want to grab them before somebody else does, you're probably going to look at uh, head coaches first. I even saw Jay Wright's name brought up, uh, the Villanova Hall of Famer. But so there, there are a lot of people that should be under consideration, and I, I have no idea where they're going with this. But I'm sure there, Troy Weaver and a few others already have a, a, a list. It might be, might be a short list. It might be a lengthy one. But they got to get to it right now. I think Gores and Weaver understand how important this hire is because you, you know, the clock and and you watch how quick Oklahoma City's flipped it or Orlando. And your goal really was with a healthy Kate, I I thought they might be able to get to this play in level, which means you didn't have to be a 500 team. And you look at Cade when healthy, you throw in Jaden Ivey, who's looked like an NBA player even in his last year at Purdue. Uh, you mentioned Bogdanovich. They paid him. Uh, Duran, uh, I thought, was one of the best rookies out there. You got Weissman. You got options with bigs. Man, if you just, you know, maybe a forward, a veteran who could give you 15, 18 a game. You got Burks, who I like his shot. I, I look at this roster, and even minus Cade, George, I'm surprised how bad their record was. I really am. Well, the... The, the backcourt next year with Jaden Ivey and Cade Cunningham ought to be very intriguing. I think they're really both combo guards, but they're both... I mean, Jaden showed this year he could be an excellent passer, and he wants to pass. There's one thing about being a passer, and, and another thing about being a quote-unquote willing passer. And uh, he's a willing passer, and Cade uh, was obviously a jack-of-all-trades last year, and uh, by all reports and what I've seen, uh, his jumper is going to be considerably better. It was good last year. It could be at least very good this fall. So you'll have a, a heck of a backcourt. And if, if Killian plays closer to the way he played in the last couple of games, uh, he'll give you a great third guard. And Alec Burks uh, can shoot with almost anybody in the league. Yeah, Kate, right. Yeah, Kate and Ivy uh, in the backcourt. And again, Duran and your bigs and the options you have like a you know your veteran power forward maybe uh, that might be what you know a starter at power forward a veteran you're going to get a high draft pick right i mean oh yeah and well I, don't forget the guy that i think people forget who would have played under normal circumstances but as they angled for a, a good spot in the draft didn't play uh I think he's proven that he can play power forward, and that's Beef Stew, Isaiah Stewart. That's a big, strong guy who can uh, he can move an awful lot of uh, people playing power forward. You know, King George and George Baja joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan, talking about uh, the end of the Pistons season, looking ahead, uh, finding a replacement for Casey. I, when we go through the roster, when we talk about the names, I, I still can't believe. 
that they're there at the bottom of the NBA. There just something was missing. There really was. I whether it's a commitment to defense, both ends of the floor, chemistry. I don't know, George, but you're listing the guys that are there. We're looking at guys that were hurt and also guys who played in the rotation. I mean, they they go extremely deep with young talent, unlike any other NBA team I've ever seen. But it and gelling a rotation, consistency coming together. There, there's there's something that's not allowing this group to click. I don't know what it is. Well, at the end of the season, the one thing was they didn't have enough players on the court. But now, uh, if they all show up uh, healthy this summer for some workouts and in September for training camp, and, and there's some some significant person is going to be added, uh, maybe two, somebody in the draft and, and a free agent, they're going to look around and say, hey, we're good enough. And I think, you know, young young guys, when they start, are convinced they're good enough until they realize that they're not and they realize they have to get better. And I think Jaden Ivey did realize he had to get a little bit better, and he did. Uh, the Jaden Ivey we saw in the last months of the season uh, was becoming a standout. He looked like he almost looks like he's a lock to play in an all-star game fairly soon. And so when those when those guys turn the corner mentally and realize that they can get by people, they can score on people, and they can stop people, that's something you brought up, and that has to happen too, uh, then the Pistons will be where they need to be. I trust uh, Weaver and Gores will see who they hired. George Blaha, voice of the Pistons and Michigan State football, joining us on the Meyer guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. Before I let you go, uh, Mel Tucker needs that bounce back year. Spring game is approaching. Uh, your thoughts on what you're hearing and expecting this fall uh, for Mel Tucker in Michigan State football? Uh, you know, there's so many guys uh, went down defensively on, for this team, and they, they lost some offensive people as well last year. And, of course, the main loss that they had last year was Kenneth Walker. Uh, he was doing great things in Seattle as opposed to East Lansing. But there, there's some new running backs in there, and uh, I believe they have enough receivers. And the quarterback room is as well will be once uh, once they get the Levitt kid in this summer, the player of the year from Oregon, will be as well shocked as maybe it's ever been. So, uh, and Peyton Thorne, uh, what I've seen in, in spring practice, uh, looks sharp. And I've always been a fan of his. I think the Peyton Thorne with Kenneth Walker and the Peyton Thorne without him and without some offensive linemen, of course there was a difference. But uh, now you, now they're used to playing without him, and they've got uh, a couple new running backs. The, the Nathan Carter kid transferred in from uh, UConn, and you would normally think, well, why is a UConn running back going to make a difference? But when you see him, I think you'll understand why they're so high on him. And the, uh, the defense defensive linemen who won't play in the, in the spring game Saturday, and they uh, maybe even four or five of them, and they still have plenty of D linemen. I think the secondary will be much improved, and their linebacker room with Cal Halliday and Aaron Brule and Jacoby Winman uh, ought to be uh, terrific. So, And the defense needs to, uh, needs to be in a situation where uh, they, they put, give the offense 
the ball in good, decent field position. And I think they'll be able to do that this fall. I'm a little worried. You know, how do you how do you replace Bryce Barringer? Well, you don't. So the new punter, and I don't know who that is, uh, will, will have to uh, he'll have to big shoes to fill. And uh, a place kicker that's up to Michigan State standards will be required as well. King George, good to hear that you're doing well. Get that golf swing back. Enjoy a little downtime, and we'll talk soon. All right. Great to be on with you, Huge. Take care. All right. Back at you. King George Baja joining us on the Meyer Guest Side. And Meyer proud to be partners with both the Pistons and Michigan State.